Welcome back on air with Chris Shanafel, and it's a pleasure to welcome back onto the show New York Jets wide receiver and return specialist. He's Vincent Smith, pride and joy of Limestone College, of course. Vince, really appreciate you taking the time. As always, man, how's everything going? Everything is going great. Appreciate you for having me on today. Hey, it's always a pleasure. And, uh, you know, before we get things started, man, I got to ask, did you watch the Super Bowl at all? Super Bowl 54, the Kansas City Chiefs, of course, with the 31-20 to victory over the uh, San Francisco 49ers. Uh, did you get a chance to watch any of it? What was your take? Yeah, I did. I watched majority to all of it. And uh, I, was, I, I honestly thought San Fran was going to win the game. I was saying that all week. And then, you know, got to the fourth quarter, and then Chiefs are down by 10 points with like six minutes left. And I have one of my coaches, he's a big San Fran fan, and he's like, well, I was like, I don't know. Chiefs can put up a lot of points in a little bit of time. And, you know, he's like, he's like, you know, we're professionals. You know, it's too big of a stage to let it happen. And they, they put up the points that quick. You know, as a you know offensive player in the NFL, Vince, I mean, is that kind of your dream to, to be a part of an offense that can put up uh, points, uh, you know, in the way, in the fashion that the Chiefs can? I mean, uh, you know, your former team, the Houston Texans, obviously uh, witnessed that uh, very closely, uh, you know, in the first round of the playoffs. They were up 24-0 and seeing the Kansas City Chiefs make a legendary comeback. I mean, for you watching that, I mean, do, do you kind of put yourself in, the, in their shoes somewhat and go, man, that, that, that has to be a great feeling? Uh, yeah, you know, to see, like, how fluid the offense can be at moments and when they click and you can't stop them just watching the ball matriculate downfield or the lack of matriculation and just seeing it get down the field really fast, that's, uh, you know, everybody's dream, I think, as an offensive player and to see how fast they can put up points. It's like kind of like a calming feeling on the bench knowing you can put up points whenever you need to. Yeah, I mean, every, I mean, you know, watching the Chiefs this season, it, it kind of felt like, uh, you know, playing a Madden video game and, uh, you know, just the way they're able to put up points and sometimes how easy it could look. And, of course, it was nice to see Andy Reid, after 21 years of being a head coach in the NFL, finally raise up the Lombardi Trophy. Obviously, the future in Kansas City is bright with uh, Mahomes under center. But, anyways, uh, moving on, Vincent, uh, this time last year we had you on the show, actually almost a year ago to the day, uh, and you were still a member of the Houston Texans, and as we know, the NFL is, of course, a business first, and uh, yeah. unfortunately, you were uh, one of the Texans' final cuts leading up to the regular season. Uh, you landed back on the team's practice squad, though, uh, for about the first month of the season, and then you were eventually signed off the practice squad by the New York Jets, um, where, of course, you're still a member of today. How did you take that news? Uh, when you first found out that, uh, you know, your, your playing days in Houston were officially over um, and that you were uh, going to be starting a, a new, uh, you know, a, a new career elsewhere? Uh, you know, that, that first month was, was definitely different for me uh, with it being my second year and that being the first time I was cut. So, you know, it was, uh, it was a new experience. Um, but uh, I really, at, at the time, I really did like Houston and I, the city and playing there, I felt like it was a great spot for me. But, you know, so my agents are kind of worried, like, if another team called, I wouldn't take the, you know, take it and leave. But I knew when the right team called or when the right situation popped up, I knew I was going to leave. So getting that call, it was it was great. I, was felt, I felt, you know, kind of like valued, valued really again by another team. And knowing I was going to be able to get back on the field and just play the sport I love, I was very excited. 
You know, to, to get to the point where you're at, especially the journey that you've gone through, Vincent, coming from a small Division II school, being the first ever Limestone alum to make it to the NFL, you have to, you have, to have this confidence about yourself. Uh, you know, you, you have to have, obviously, the skill set to make it to where you're, uh, to where you're, uh, to where you're currently at. Were you surprised at all that uh, another team kind of came up calling and snatched you up from the practice squad, or did you kind of know that that was going to happen at some point during the season? Uh, talking to my agents early in the season, we all believed some team sometime would call and pick me up. If not, you know, Texan would eventually move me up for an injury or something. So, I, you know, I stayed confident and, and pretty positive through the month that it was going to happen sometime. And it actually happened sooner than I thought it would. That was the surprise part. Were you able to tell that you were in the number one media market in the country? I mean, how did the coverage in New York, New Jersey, uh, compared to the media market that you're used to in Houston? Uh, it's, it's big. Um, <laughs> it's, uh, I'll just say New York is very busy. It's a lot you can get yourself into and a lot of uh, – outlets that kind of put your name out there both positive and negative <laughs> no doubt about it uh again we're chatting with new york jets wide receiver vincent smith here on air i'm chris shanafel and uh vincent uh the jets finished the 2019 campaign seven and nine uh six of those seven total wins though came in the team's final eight games um how did the team have this resurgence resurrection I, I guess you could kind of say in the second half of the season what was going so well for you guys in November and December that maybe wasn't going too well uh at the start of the season and obviously you can only speak for uh, what week 5 or 6 and, and forward but uh so you're still kind of there um seeing some of the team struggles early on in the season Yeah uh in my opinion I think is uh you know just team gelling you know as uh whole new coaching staff, you know, a lot of different players from everywhere. And I think it's just a little bit of learning uh, on the offensive side, you know, more of the offense. And the defense played really great throughout the whole season, especially the second half. I think that was just our team gelling and kind of like finding our identity. So in the second half of the season, we we played pretty well and, and won, you know, the six out of eight games. And it seemed like you had more of an impact on the offensive side of the ball, not just special teams, uh, you know, in the team's final four or five games. Uh, what was that like, kind of just getting uh, another opportunity to, to see the uh, to see the field on the offensive side of the football? Uh, it, it was fun, you know, coming, you know, from Houston to, to Jess and having to learn a whole new playbook and different plays and different schemes and philosophies, you know, finally putting it on the field in the last month and be able to make plays, uh, it, it was good. It's definitely a confidence booster, and it, it kind of propels me into the next season. Again, we're chatting with New York Jets wide receiver Vincent Smith on air with Chris Shanafel. And, Vincent, there's a lot of feelings about uh, head coach Adam Gase, and, and, you know, some are high, some aren't too high. Obviously, the, the ending to the season, though, um, you know, probably uh, – I wouldn't say saved his job. It was still just year one of his uh, time there in New York. But, uh, you know, there seems to be a lot of feelings about Adam Gase. As somebody that goes to battle with him week in and week out during the season, how would you describe the head coach of the New York Jets? Uh, you know, he he's uh, actually pretty personal. If you get to know him pretty well, uh, I think you, you like him. He just I, He's just not a media-type person, so I think his perception through the media is always kind of a negative thing. But as a player – uh, and an offensive guy, you kind of see where he's thinking, and he takes care of us, and we really appreciate that. 
Uh, obviously, I, I'm here in Chicago. He was a, at one point an offensive coordinator with the Bears and probably gave Jay Cutler, uh, former quarterback of the Bears, his best year as a professional, at least here in Chicago, um, which ultimately landed uh, uh, Gase the head coaching gig in Miami, and now there he is coaching you guys in New York. And uh, Vincent, you've been you've gone from uh, catching passes from Deshaun Watson and now catching passes from Sam Darnold, two quarterbacks who both seem to have a really bright future in this league. Obviously, so far Donald hasn't seen as much success as, as Watson has, but. Uh, you know, that that could be for a number of different reasons. I know he wasn't healthy uh, for much of the season last year, but uh, do you see any similarities between the two quarterbacks? Obviously, these are kind of guys that are in the same tier in, in terms of potential franchise quarterbacks in the league. Uh, yeah, definitely. I believe both of them are franchise quarterbacks, and uh, they both have a lot of upside, but I think they're two total different type players mm-hmm. playing for them. And uh, I kind of see, I mean, it's also kind of a product of the offense. But uh, seeing how uh, they kind of like go through the reads different, or even for me, just for me, I just notice how you know they they get set and the stance and the way they uh, they call the cadence out. You know, I just notice small stuff like that coming from Houston and seeing how Sam does it, and you know, even from how they throw the ball, how how uh, the trajectory of the ball and how it comes out is totally different between the two quarterbacks. And they both do it how they do it very well. So as a receiver, Vincent, did do you have to change up any of your mechanics? You know, maybe hand gestures or, or you know, the way the ball's coming down into your hands. I mean, the, you know, the, the way the ball comes out of the quarterback's hands, does that change your game much at all um, when the ball's coming your way? Uh, I, I'll say uh, being with Deshaun, he is a very uh, – um, I think he's very particular – about the timing on this route. So, you know, a lot of the times when we come out, out of our breaks, you know, he'll be like, hey, the ball's coming out right now. So as soon as your head's coming around, the ball's out. So, you know, that ball's going to be on you very quick. As whereas Sam, it's like he he's not he's not quite like that. But I say the best thing about him, a lot of his balls are very catchable. Like he throws a very, uh, a very good ball where it, it seems like, wow, that was really easy to catch. That, that, that's the best way I could put it. Has there been a moment uh, in practice where you've seen a throw from Darnold that kind of confirmed to you that he's he's the future of the franchise at the quarterback position? Uh, yeah, and uh, in practice, you know, he kind of just makes everything look kind of easy, you know. And uh, but I think it's really the games. You're like, okay, yeah, he he's definitely that guy. And to see him in the second half of the season, he's he's a he's he's a very calm guy, but he can get fiery, especially when he's playing well. Few more questions for Vincent Smith, New York Jets wide receiver here on air. And uh, Vincent, obviously, you go from a wide receiver room with, with uh, guys like DeAndre Hopkins and Will Fuller to a wide receiver room with uh, another impressive wide receiver and Robbie Anderson um, and and some other guys as well. I know Quincy Inunua has kind of been battling the injury bug the last few seasons, but when he's uh, healthy on the field, he's a quality wide receiver. Um, but, but in terms of Robbie Anderson, I feel like he kind of has that star power, uh, potential and and he's reached it at points uh, in his career. Um, what was it like working with him, uh, this past season with the Jets? Oh, it was cool. You know, like you said, going from a team with like players like DeAndre and Will and, you know, Demarius being on both teams, Mm -hmm. uh, but going from team DeAndre and Will, you know, like I said, just kind of like different philosophies in the offense and how they run routes and kind of like how they think. I think that's the biggest thing I took. And Robbie, he's, you know, he, he knows exactly what he can do, and he plays very strong for 
you know, with some guys that say that big of a receiver, but he's also he can fly down the field. And I, that's why I see uh, similarities between him and Will. And you know, uh, Robbie stays healthy pretty well. I remember uh, you made some noise with your 40 time coming out of college at the South Carolina Pro Day. Uh, Robbie Anderson, Will Fuller, and Vincent Smith all line up to race. Who's who's in first place? Who's in second place? Who's in third? <laughs> oh man, that's a that's a hard that's a hard makeout. I think it depends on how long the race is. But uh, I, I think I think any any different day, any three of us could take take a win, honestly. <laughs> I'm not surprised, Vince. I'm not surprised you gave that answer. Always humble, always classy. Um, final question for you, man. Really appreciate it. Obviously, we're just at the start of the off season, and we don't really even know what the team is going to look like. I know you guys have a, a ton of pending free agents. We'll see who's gone. We'll see who's back. Robbie Anderson, one of those guys who's a free agent that may be on the move. We'll see. But obviously, with the Super Bowl just being days uh uh, us just being uh, days removed from the Super Bowl, you, you see the Kansas City Chiefs parade going on earlier today. Um, you know, j- just speak about what needs to, what, what you feel needs to happen, what needs to come together uh, for you and the New York Jets to be in that moment, maybe a year from today, uh, maybe celebrating a Super Bowl. I mean, uh, a year a year ago, not too many people would have believed you if you said that the San Francisco 49ers were going to be representing the NFC in the Super Bowl. So uh, obviously anything could happen. A lot of changes, a lot of uh, moves will be made this offseason. What do you think needs to happen in order for the Jets to uh, prepare for the Super Bowl a year from now? Uh, personally for me, I just think is uh, we all got to keep our heads in the playbooks and come to the offseason and really uh, kind of gel there in the offseason and kind of like propel ourselves into the season with a really good offseason. That's why I think uh, I know being with the Texans last year, that was kind of like a big thing in the offseason, seeing how offense grew from 2018 to 2019 and then coming, from the, coming to the Jets and knowing it's the first year. And, you know, I see where, okay, things are the same or this much of the offense is installed compared to where I've just been. So I think when we have just as much of the offense installed as the Jets, we're going to be very dangerous. And obviously, if that quarterback in the division, uh, hailing from New England, I won't say his name, mm-hmm. but uh, if he decides to call it a career, that'll probably that'll obviously be a, a big boost to uh, the three other teams in the uh, AFC East. Uh, Vincent, really appreciate your time tonight, man. Always a pleasure chatting with you. And uh, again, congrats on all the success, man. Always love seeing you uh, making plays on TV. Uh, you know, kind of going back to your limestone days. And then seeing where you're at today, it's awesome. It's great to see, and uh, really appreciate you taking the time, man. Yes, sir. Thank you. Thank you for taking the time out to talk to me.